So we don't have to do the thing like ring the doorbell and he opens the door <laughs> and I walk in. <laughs> hey, it's so good to I see you. <laughs> <laughs> that was photographer Alex Soth giggling with musician Dave King. They have a new collaboration called The Palms that will have its world premiere during the Great Northern on January 30th. But more on that in a moment. You're listening to the Great Northern Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffy Nilica. During this limited series, we'll get to listen in on conversations had by artists, chefs, architects, and thinkers who are shaping the culture of the North. The Great Northern celebrates cold, creative winters through 10 days of diverse programming that invigorate the mind and body. In an era of changing climate that threatens our signature season, the Great Northern seeks to create community, inspire action, and share the resilient spirit of the North with the world. For more information, visit thegreatnorthernfestival.com. In this episode, we get to listen in on a delightful chat with Alex Soth and Dave King. These are likely two names you've heard of before, but never together. A quick bit of credits to sample their lengthy CVs. Alex Soth is a photographer who has published over 25 books, including Sleeping by the Mississippi, Niagara, and I Know How Furiously Your Heart is Beating. He has had over 50 solo exhibitions, including survey shows organized by Jeu de Palme in Paris, the Walker Art Center, and Media Space in London. Alec has received numerous fellowships and awards, including a 2015 Guggenheim Fellowship. Dave King is a musician known for numerous projects, including Happy Apple, Love Cars, Halloween Alaska, The Bad Plus, Twelve Rods, and The Gang Fund. He has performed in 75 countries and six continents and appeared on over 50 recordings. He has worked with Bill Frizzell, Joshua Redman, Jeff Beck, Haley, Donna Lewis, Dead Prez, The Coup, Mason Jennings, Jason Moran, Atmosphere, and many more. Dave has worked extensively with the Mark Morris Dance Group and with fashion designer Isaac Mizrahi. These two creative forces have come together for a new music-visual collaboration called The Palms. Playing with image, memory, and improvisation, the Palms will be a -a one-of-a-kind livestream experience. Check out the show notes for more information on the project and a link to purchase tickets to this virtual event held at the Parkway Theater in Minneapolis. And now, please enjoy a conversation between two centerpieces of the Twin Cities art scene, finding bridges across their practices. Hey, Dave King. How you doing? (laughs) I'm 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 doing okay. Hello, Alex Oath. Uh, it's good to see you. <laughs> good to see and, you. Uh, where Where are you right now? I'm in my uh, in my lowly basement with a very small, very short cord to this microphone. I'm leaning. I usually sit up pretty straight, as you know. <laughs> I've got good posture, legendary posture. But the 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 short microphone cord has got me a little on a lean today, which I I'm. I'm into this sort of like leaning in on somebody and explaining myself like this. When you, when you have somebody look at you like this, Alec, listen, you got to just take this photograph now. (laughs) I don't have all day. I got to get back to the bar. Very good. Very good. (laughs) Well, I, uh, I am in my studio in St. Paul and I, I have legendary bad posture, but I'm sitting straight, (laughs) feeling good about myself and excited to talk about our project. Yeah, me too. So your uh, studio, I, well, I'll say your studio is where we've been rehearsing, which has been really fun. It has so been, we've got yeah. A nice little rehearsal studio. So we've been uh, we've been talking about this project, the Palms, for um, months and months, and and now we've been rehearsing for I don't know a couple months, something like that. Yeah. Um, 
it's very much a uh, a 2020 uh, baby, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And it's and it's, I, I think like a lot of things in 2020, it's a little hard to explain. I don't know. I don't know how you felt about explaining it to people. Um, it's challenging for me because I'm not a musician, and so I say I'm collaborating mm-hmm. with a musician, and no one knows what that means for me. Um, yeah. How has it been for you to explain it? Well, it's been, um, I suppose, a little bit more familiar with this idea that you that you can create a soundtrack to something. Um, okay. That let's say if this was a short film or if this was a, I've actually done a couple of solo drum scores for an animator, an animated uh, animated uh, animation filmmaker named Tom Schroeder, who's actually uh, from here as well, but also has sort of a profile outside mm-hmm. um, the Twin Cities in in film and. You know, some people reference things like the Birdman soundtrack or something where there was a solo drum score. Right. Ah, and so I sometimes when I bring it up, it's like, oh, you mean like uh, the Birdman? Of course, like I'm like immediately saying, no, no, no. I did this several years before Birdman. In fact, Birdman ripped me off blind. I always, I always explain that to everybody. Like I try to establish a hierarchy with me and everybody else immediately. <laughs> but <laughs> so, <clears throat> no, I and so. I always think about it like, you know, sometimes when you would see groups do live um, scores, uh, live um, score interpretation or whatever to a piece, like Kronos Quartet, I think, Mm -hmm. did some things with um, silent film for a while, or when Bill Frizzell did the Buster Keaton project, he he played a live score. With this, of course, what we're dealing with is you doing almost like a, uh, a, you know, obviously, you know, solitary photographs in montages and themes and whatever. So obviously I really think what we're doing is is quite different at the same time there's familiarity for me in mm-hmm. this sort of movement of the piece being like symphonic. It's got movements, it's got this sort of arc to it that I can either write or improvise to. And so in a way it is probably a little bit more um, in my field, uh, there's some more normalcy than you explaining. Uh, right. I, I, you know, this performative nature, of course, we know your work, any one time anyone does anything on some level with, with, with art, it's performative. So, But now you're directly there with this idea, and it's been fun watching you kind of navigate the that realm of like, wow, I'm actually trying to find a consistency to the flow of something to perform mm-hmm. it live, you know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe... Uh Maybe I'll t- I'll tell you a little backstory that you don't know about about how this came about. Um, just technically, from my end, is that mm-hmm. um, I mean, because I, I became a photographer uh, in order to not become a performer. I mean, to be like right, you know, behind the lens, not. And then uh, I had to deal with lectures at at a certain point. I was completely mm-hmm. terrified of public speaking and anything performative was a, like my biggest nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, so I avoided it for the longest time, and then had to do it. I uh, had to give these artist talks, and and you know got better at it, and did different things, um, and then did scary things like I did a TED talk, you know, like the big TED talk, mm. the most terrifying Whoa. thing ever. Um, and so I got over that fear, um, and I became interested in when I gave lectures to. to I was trying to figure out how to communicate more of the tactile nature of photography, the actual object of the photograph. And and so last year, or in 2019, I developed this, this way of using a video camera so that I could flip through books. 
essentially, and show my work mm -hmm. that way and be a little more freeform so that it's not a pre-programmed uh, you know, PowerPoint presentation. Right. And then when I was doing that, I thought, oh, this is like, this has some sort of creative possibility. Um, and it was right around that time when Kate Nordstrom and Great Northern approached me to do something uh, with a musician. And then, uh, you know, you, you were the, definitely like the first person I thought of is, um, I think I'd seen your, you know, your holiday show, um, here as I do every year. Um, and, and so then I approached you, but it was, I was scared to approach you <laughs> because, uh, because well, first I'm, you know, enamored of you and, uh, and it's, uh, and you're a pro performer, right? So this is your life, and who am I to like goof around and fiddle around with you? But I approached you, and and then the only way to explain it to you was to show you this idea. Um, yeah. And then I and I and this is my feeling about it is like once you kind of see it happening, then it makes sense. But talking yeah, about absolutely. it is a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was interesting the first time we we got together, um, which of course I was so thrilled about. Um, being a, a true a great admirer of your work and and I was so flattered to hear that you'd come to see me play a few times and um, when I, when when uh, we got together for the first time and you displayed this idea because really you know I, I was shocked at how similar our our immediate thought was about something together mm -hmm. even though you could say like okay well this is Alex Soth the photographer he's gonna put He's going to, it's going to be photography based and I'll react as a musician, whatever, but it had so many other subtleties, the idea, the, the collage nature, the, the improvisational nature, the, you know, all these things that we discussed the first day. And then you did an example because you had the thing kind of rolling in your mind already, <clears throat> excuse me. And it just clicked that day that, that it, it, it filled this void like i had spoken to you once or twice about uh since then about this postcard idea i have reading of having somebody do readings of like found postcards where you can buy these postcards at the antique right. stores and you and i immediately were clicking on that front of like this f this found art meets then somehow repositioning of some of these things and that day when you were doing the um uh, sort of display of the idea for for uh for us, uh, Kate and I, um, it was instantaneously understandable. It was just we just looked at you had a few <laughs> nice. you had yeah. a few pieces queued up and you started moving with it, and it had like at one point you, it, we're all sitting there just sort of like wow this is this is actually doable. And then when I started to compose music because this isn't just a, a, a solo drum score, it's also we have these stations of you oh, know there's much, prepared yeah. piano and and uh, found percussion. There's there's some. Um, synths uh, synthesizers and 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 there's an electronic music movement and there's recorded uh found recording type things that are in it so in a way when we started to formulate the whole thing to me it really started to emerge as this very unique in my opinion very unique um duo it's like a right. duo performance and in a way i feel for you uh in your station being you know you're saying the words like I've, you've had to learn to perform because i think you you know you when you even talked to me that day it was so obvious you'd explained your work over and over and over again <laughs> and i have this sort of podium 
you know the drum set is a is a podium really all uh, right yeah so you can you can you can kind of create behind the podium and you know i'm not i'm not fi- i'm not explaining like you know like hey well listen what the choice i make on this bridge right. is like i go yeah. so in in many ways we trade this sort of i think this sort of like i think we're on equal playing field is basically what Absolutely. i'm saying you're behind right. your station i'm behind my station and we're directing this flow together and there's a deep understanding of what we want to get across with this thing i think and that's that's what was really exciting it hasn't been difficult to get the message together you know no or the, no 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 it, no yeah. it's been so fluid between us and yeah and then yeah and i want i'm really eager to share it with other people and but I, it's just like you got to see it the situation, I mean, we're speaking right now, it's like early December. Um, the show is like a month and a half away, and we have most of the pieces together. I think it's something like seven. Um, yeah. But we have this one this one in-between piece that we haven't figured out yet. And, and that, like solving that problem is all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm really obsessing <laughs> yeah. over it. And I have this... Uh, and this is what's really fun with you is that th- these references, uh, be they um, Minnesota-ish local references or just avant-garde uh, painting, whatever. It's uh, we can we can move easily between those things, I guess. Yeah, and and a lot of it doesn't need to be spoken, so it can just be felt out, and and so I'm really excited to. Sh- to show you this new idea, but it's so like if I had to explain it to you right now, it'd be so hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know you sent me that note. I was like, oh, I really can't wait to to work through this last one with you because we both we each like each movement has sort of been this right. conjoining of two ideas that just seem to fit. And this this last movement, we've been kind of tossing around several ideas. And yeah. then, and I'm just now you seem like you've got the ball on this one. I'm so excited. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it's real. It's left field actually from what we've been talking about. So it's yeah. Wow. Now there's a dog barking. I don't know what's going on <laughs> here, but uh, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's just to give you a little teaser since you know nothing about this, but it's. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really there's a dog like, involved there's a dog involved like so the dog comes in <laughs> well there is there is no there's not a dog but there is a random sound because i'm a huge <laughs> i am a huge cage fan and, and i don't know if you know yeah. this but i, I published a, a book of his writings um through my little brown mushroom company and um and and the name little brown mushroom is related to cages you know he was a mushroom hunter and um mm. and i just found this i just purchased this um archive of like uh 1940s ish uh mushroom hunting photographs and wow and and so it's it's all related to this stuff and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. and i want to go down that avenue with you and just see, yeah. see what's there for you um yeah and i don't know if you know those um those cage stories that he would read it was like a paragraph and he would read them one per minute depending on the length. Um, and then David Tudor's playing, you know, prepared piano and accompanying that. And it doesn't have to be that at all. Um, but there's like a, a real sort of intense randomness to it. And yeah. which would fit those other kind of dream sequence pieces. And yep. so it's something in that sphere where, where it's not composed music at all, where you're responding and it, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, it could be it be could, could be almost like trading, like a question answer type mm, yeah, scenarios where where you right. you you state something. I say instead of something that's overlapping, it's one into the other. It could, like yes, exactly. Thing. Yeah, and it could have a chance element or something like that too. So, yeah, yeah, something Absolutely. in that sphere so that we're we have another experimental piece that's different. Anyway, yep, yeah, absolutely. That's you don't have to use that for the podcast, but whatever. no, they they hear us, they hear us, they hear us rehearsing in real time. Here it is. Yep. That's usually what happens. Yeah, I think one last thing to say is that we are doing this in the Parkway Theater, and it's um, and that's an important part of it. It's you know we're practicing this here in my studio, um, but you're going to have grand piano. We're going to have like you know space and and yeah. and have that kind of uh even though there's not a, a giant live audience uh in in front of us we're going to treat it like you know a unique performance well thank everyone for for um taking time to listen to this and, and look at us and me, my bad posture and you and your good posture. I don't think they're going to look at us, though, are they? No, they're not looking at us. No. This is well, all then, audio. Then, this is all. We've got a face yeah. for, we've got a face for a, non, a non-visual Zoom. Instead of the old joke <laughs> of, uh, I've got a face for radio. I've been using that more, that, that less, I, you know, I'm always about less brevity. You know that, Alex. So. I've got a face for it, and it's like this cumbersome. I've got a face for when you turn the visual off Zoom. I've got that face. <laughs> all right all right all right and on that we'll say goodbye all right all goodbye. right have a good weekend oh those guys are so fun thanks again to alex south and dave king for taking some time with us check out the show notes for more information on their project and to get virtual tickets to the world premiere of the palms if you're inspired by this episode please rate and leave a review of this podcast on apple podcasts I'm Jeffy Nilica, your host and producer of the Great Northern Podcast. Our sound engineer is Lily Wen. Kate Nordstrom is executive director. Natalie Rahman is festival producer. Music in this episode is provided by Dave King. The Great Northern is supported by the McKnight Foundation, Ascoff Finlayson, U.S. Bank, the Minneapolis Foundation, Greater MSP, I Ponder, Meet Minneapolis, the Carlson Family Foundation, Caribou Coffee, Weinstein Hammonds Gallery, Climate Generation, Nature Valley, Minnesota Public Radio, Renaissance Minneapolis Hotel, The Depot, and Sahan Journal.